0: My good people, welcome back to the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast. I am your host, C.L. The Source, your friendly neighborhood hope dealer, serving up that motivation and inspiration and that positivity. You dig? Yo, thank you once again for tuning in to yet another episode of the podcast. I supremely appreciate your support. Man, it's been a blessing to be able to produce these podcasts for you and It's a bigger blessing to reintroduce somebody that looks familiar onto the show. He might look familiar because he is familiar, man. This is uh, my boy, Cameron A. Sharp, the number one real one. I'm going to let him introduce himself here in a second. But I wanted to bring him on here for several reasons that we're going to get into it in the podcast as this podcast develops, but man, this man is going to bring tremendous value through his experiences. I just recently caught up with him before even getting on here and he shares so many cool things that he's been up to lately. And this is going to be a fun one. So strapping your seat belts, ladies and gentlemen, my boy Cameron a sharp was good. Cam talk to him.
1: Man, life is incredible, and shout out to the real ones around the world. Y'all know who I am. I'm the number one real one, Cameron A. Sharp. And I am blessed beyond measure to be here, my brother. For real, man. Every single time we link up, we have so much to provide to the people, and this is going to be one of those classic episodes. You and I have a, a knack for getting to the to the crust and then also getting down to the core of what's really <laughs> going on, not only with certain subjects, man, but also with ourselves. Uh, we don't skip any type of topics when we're talking on air or off the air, mm-hmm. uh, especially whenever we're checking in with each other, man. I, I love our conversations because they really hit every single level of my overall being, man. We just talk about what's going on mentally, man, financially, spiritually, emotionally, overall, where are you at right now? How are you feeling? And where are you trying to go? Uh, I love the fact that we both know that we're headed to the same destination. We're headed to Zion with this genius level talent. And I'm, Glad to be back here man. I know they don't know this and I'm not sure if I should be the one to drop the bomb but yes it is official like a badge and a whistle. CL The Source is the co-host of The Unbiased Truth, and I am blessed to have you, man, because, man, the show has been elevating so much higher since you and I (laughs) have just been in front of microphones. just going off the cuff, y'all. I'm not even going to hold y'all. I had a whole design and layout for the show when I first came into this, because I thought I was going to have to do this alone for the most part, and I still do be hitting y'all with my own solo episodes because he and I both have our respectful platforms. But, man, when you come onto The Unbiased Truth, and help me hold it down man It's nothing more greater than being able to share my unbiased truth with you man so hats off to you and yours and thank you all for having me here on another episode
0: oh man it's a pleasure and an honor to have you and welcome you back on the platform my brother you the the value that you bring the energy that you bring it's unmatched my g and yes it is official like a <laughs> Ref with a whistle, baby. I am the official co-host of the Unbiased Truth. We made that official maybe two, three episodes ago, right, Cam, where Cam had invited me on. And uh man, it just felt like a perfect fit. And we made it official, like when Kanye took, you know, had his chaining day with Rockefeller, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm just so grateful to be a part of your platform, man, to have you ask me to be a part of that and be a part of that journey, man. And even more grateful that you're willing to spend some time over here because I know you a busy man, my G. And, you know, before we go any further, man, something I like to do now with each and every one of my guests, brother, is mm-hmm. that I do a mental health check, a real quick mental health check where I allow you some space. We just talk about where you're at mentally, bro. So on a scale of one to 10, bro, talk to me. How you feeling?
1: One to 10 mentally. One to 10 mentally, I'm about an eight. Eight solid 8.0 solid
0: 8.0 that's hey man shit that's better than a 2 or 3 bro I'm gonna tell you that mm-hmm. much right now bro and and I appreciate you keeping it a buck with me man so like if you don't if you don't mind like what's uh what's going on recently that ain't making it a 10 bro
1: I'll tell you it's more about not being where I plan to be uh in my 5 year plan Uh, We all as adults, we go into this mode where we set out to do something and and some people set yearly goals that would be like New Year's resolutions and things of that nature, but I'd be setting out five year plans and I was lacking on that due to a lot of different things that I felt were out of my control, but honestly, most of them were in my control. Mm-hmm. And so rebuilding my life coming back to a point where I'm finding a new career I'm finding a new creative outlets and mm-hmm. uh I'm catching up things that I wasn't building on in my absence creatively uh it's a situation where it can be uh it can be kind of daunting at times seeing where I've gained so much rust in areas where, man, I mean, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm at a certain age by now, man, if I had just been continue working on that, I'm this age, man. I could have been a master by now type shit. But I took time to do other things. And while that's amazing that I've sharpened skills in other areas, I want to be more well rounded to be able to conquer the the avenues that I'm going to be. Uh, There's not a lot of traffic in my lane right now. Speaking my unbiased truth is not common. If it were common, everybody would be trying to give their unbiased truth, but everybody's searching for an unbiased outlet. They're looking for somebody to give them some type of information without having any other agenda than their overall happiness to see them righteous at the end of the day. And that's what we're doing on our side. Mm-hmm. So man, like, I think that that's very much so one of the reasons why it's not at a 10 as well because it ain't many of us but shit less is more dog It's plenty of us mm-hmm. and when we tap in like what we did today when we tap in with each other and see how what's up check on your your strong friend check on your weak friend check on all your friends and see what they're up to, because once you do that, situations like this happen where we're in the front of the microphones really talking and, and blessing one another with some game. And, man, that's why, really, I'm not at of 10 where I want to be. But, hell, man, it's a work in progress, and I'm blessed to be able to be here to be able to put that work in.
0: Yeah, man, absolutely. And, you know, for those that don't know, like... Me, me and my boy, Cam, we just, we we hadn't talked to each other in the past, like, couple weeks at least, right, Cam, where last time we probably talked was maybe like three weeks ago, we, you know, we stay in tune with each other online and stuff like that, but for a period there, when we first connected, which was, I want to say at least a couple months ago, I think, you know, I had you on the podcast, and I was on your podcast, so we were talking quite regularly and um you know just keeping up with each other but you know life happens bro you know things things are moving and you know we don't stop moving bro but i right, think right. uh it was important for us to catch up and i'm glad we did and then that led to this impromptu episode right here bro, because yes. originally i had you scheduled to come in on wednesday and we could we you know we love we were gonna lock that in uh, which would have been totally fine. But I think we just mm-hmm. felt it today and we were like, fuck it, let's get this done, man. And, you know, I- I'm just so grateful to have you here, bro. And, you know, it- it's important to to ask the question, why is it not a 10 yet uh, on a scale of one to 10? But I think an in- even more important question to ask is how can we get it to a 10 and mm-hmm. keep it to a 10 and keep it pushing past 10? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, like, what do you think about that, bro? Like, where- like, how can we get it to a 10, like, real soon?
1: I believe it's doing things to actively push and, and I don't know the better way to put it is rebel against that anxiety and that feeling of unworthiness, you know, going and doing the things that make you feel uncomfortable because mm-hmm. that's actually where you should be in these moments. The places where I usually wouldn't speak, I'm speaking now. And doing it more often, just showing up, like we talked about, man, most people don't even show up. I'm showing up and once I'm there, I'm going to force myself to put the work in to be who I need to be to put in my work. I'm not trying to do this for nobody else. It's similar to like going to the gym recently, man. That is... That is, um, a voluntary pain that people put themselves through Uh in order to get a certain result. And that's what I've been starting to really convince myself when I go to the gym, but I don't go to the gym like normal people would when I do my workouts or when I'm doing certain types of reps, I don't count them until they start burning. And Mm -hmm. even then, I don't count them after that either. I'm just in there putting in the work to feel good about myself. I'm not there to count and to test myself. And if I do this amount of reps, I'm going to be expecting this different results. I'm not going there with expectations. I'm going there setting a standard. I am going to work out until I feel good about myself Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to be done. Really, the only reason I work out in the first place is not to look good. I work out so I can be able to do the things I want to do. If I want to just get up and run a mile one day, I can do that. If I want to go play football one day, I can just go do that. You know, want to play some soccer or, you know, go play some basketball just on the off the whim day. Yeah, I can do that because I actively put my body through this voluntary Mm -hmm. pain. That gets me to that point to where I can win. So it's not just we're working out, though, y'all It's meditation as well. Mm -hmm. Sitting there, trying not to fall asleep. Uh, Yeah, that's voluntary pain, y'all, because sometimes I know I know it hurts. You're not really vibrating at the frequency you need to to break through that day. And so you find yourself just sitting there trying to, waiting to excel, basically, is what I like to call it. You're sitting there trying to find the blue dot, trying to guide yourself up, and you just really can't find the ceiling. Well, it's moments like that where you have to show up and just sit in your confidence, sit in and really analyze the work that you've done. Mm-hmm. Close out more of those tabs that you've opened up, uh, stop troubleshooting, and just sit with, the, sit with the overall software that you've built. Like and that's and I think that it's important to understand that man. We all are building this type of supercomputer, this brain that we have. We're all building this supercomputer daily, man. And the things that we believe honestly are going to improve us. It it takes trial and error, man. We we're gonna think more great shit than we're ever gonna do. You know, like mm. when all is said and done, more is always said and done right Mm. so that's why i say if we want to really get out of that bullshit if we want to push it to the 10 and keep it there at a 10 man do the shit don't just be saying the shit go out there and really do the shit and that's how we get to that 10 bro getting active in these streets man making it happen (laughs) that
0: part right there bro and you know what man i read a book recently it's called the obstacle is the way if you want Mm -hmm. to go and do something like if like you want what's on the other end you want what other people like the people that you admire most have you got to do the things that they were willing to do. And they did a lot of things that people aren't willing to do. That that the things that stretched them, the things that made them uncomfortable. They put themselves in those situations, right? And they came out on the other end victorious, right? And uh, yeah. you know, you it's 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 dues to be paid, it's it's putting in the t- ten thousand hours, bro. Getting them mm-hmm. reps in, like we talk about, man. And you know what, man? Going back to what you were talking about with exercise, I love that. I love to hear that you're moving your body intentionally too, bro, because that's mm-hmm. so important. I came across something today that I never, I never heard before. And it made me look at exercise in a completely different light. The quote read something along these lines where it was like exercise is the body's way of celebrating what it can do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that is dope right there, bro. Because it's I like, like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yo, exercising especially when you're just starting off it can seem tedious and painful uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but when you really get moving and grooving and you're you got momentum and you're seeing results and you're feeling good like because that's more so what it's about for me too bro it's like the cosmetic stuff comes along with it as a natural byproduct of working out but when you're actually feeling good you know physically and in turn mentally right that's Mm -hmm. really why i do it for but i feel like once you once you really like develop that momentum, it becomes easier and easier and you enjoy And it doesn't have to be this daunting or like a dreadful thing that you got to do. Oh, I got to go to the gym today. Oh, I got to do this. Right. Like, right. And it's just like, I heard something fairly recently too, where it's like just one simple word can switch that whole statement instead of I got to go do something. It's like, I get to do something, bro. I get to, yeah. We're actually awake and alive today to be able to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're blessed to see another day to participate, bro. And you know what, man? It's just, uh, it's an honor and a blessing to, to be able to be on the stage here with you again, bro. Man. Every time we link up, it's like nothing short of magical, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's
1: a movie every single
0: a, time, man. Goodness every single gracious, time. That's that's bro. why folks need to need to go check out the Unbiased Truth. Like, please make yeah. sure... Anybody that's listened to this, make sure that you go check out The Unbiased Truth. Check out old episodes with my man, Cam. This Mm -hmm. dude brings tremendous amounts of value, and now I'm on there. So we we have some really great discussions. They're very fun discussions. They're very real discussions, and they're all geared towards providing value for you, value and entertainment, and really just to help you grow and expand yourself and and push your limits, you know what I'm saying, and and think critically, right? right, Cam? So with that being said... You named the, the podcast, The Unbiased Truth. What does it mean to you to, to stand in
1: your unbiased truth, man? Wow, man. What a question to ask. That's what we do, baby. Real one, Yo, so for the longest time, man, I had always heard about things or learned about something and got somebody else's perspective from it and it always seemed to be at the core of it agenda-based somebody had an agenda that they needed to for lack of a better way of putting it in act and they needed that shit to work out properly so they started to indoctrinate people to mm. have and think a certain way and man for the longest time i was finding a way to be able to come to a point where i could literally be able to understand the core meaning of everybody's conversation it's like man i understand the story of the tower of babel in the bible where you know they built the tower up so high, almost reached god but i mean there's no way it's possible it could reach the heavens like it really could have but it all fell down because all of them ended up having to speak different languages and so I always thought, yeah, we could all speak different languages. We could all have different religions, opinions, creeds, and biases. But ultimately, what we all want to do is be righteous. Mm-hmm. We want to be righteous in our intentions. We want to be righteous in our studies, in our endeavors, in our practices. And that's why we do the things that we do. Man, being unbiased is one of, going to be the most important thing and the most The useful tool that we're going to have in this next generation, because they're going to have a lot of agendas being thrown at them. They're going to have a lot of people having their own personal interest in the matter that have nothing to do with seeing people be happy and righteous at the end of the day. And I wanted to be able to create a safe space for real ones that could have conversations that they love in front of the people that they love. And that's why, man, I started speaking on the unbiased truth to be more therapeutic. We talked about this on the last episode when you introduced me to the folks. You know, we had a great conversation on our last episode. Y'all must, y'all must go back into the archives of the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast and check out my first my first form, yeah, that's when I was just Super Saiyan Cam. But now I'm <laughs> in my other training form, you know. Now. But it's, um, like I said, it's important to me to have a platform to where people can come to it where there's no agenda. Just real people having true conversations mm-hmm. with each other about things that are going on, not only around the world. Because when we first started out, we were just talking about sports. And sports people are cool and all, but man, there's real people having difficult situations going on in their lives and i want to talk about that shit i feel like the unbiased truth is universal it is not it cannot be marginalized it cannot be held into the box Now, unbiased truth if you're a real one you believe there is no box so there's a certain way that you think when you're a real one when you are actually operating in your truth that you don't allow people to tell you any other way and i I believe that it's an unshakable platform and being unbiased is going to be, like I said, one of the most important tools you're going to have moving forward in society because you can look at all angles of it to understand the root of it. Mm
2: -hmm. And that's
1: how you get to it, man. You can hear both sides, see both sides like Chanel and
0: you'll
1: be in the <laughs> and shout out to frank
0: yeah. oh man that don't let that one go over your head man see both sides like chanel see yes, on both sir. sides i feel it. i see what you did there man mm-hmm. but uh you know what man i i completely agree with you and you know being the new co-host of the unbiased Truth podcast man you know i i've experienced this firsthand and the convers the level of conversation is very high with what we what we talk about um and nothing is off topic we really come off the cuff with what we talk about it's very it it pertains to a lot of relevant events a lot of uh you know we're just trying to provide value all the way around you know by sharing our energy with everybody and just kind of helping everybody not to see things in just one specific way systematic way it's like like we're trying to help you think critically by thinking outside of the box thinking looking at things differently uh, providing the unbiased truth like we're yeah. not providing our actual biases we're looking at it more from like we're looking at certain things and we're dissecting it and we're really trying to analyze it from a standpoint where it can where it can be of service to other people you know what yeah. i'm saying and it's it's a yeah. beautiful
1: thing bro We have righteous intentions in our own personal biases. Like, listen to me. We have our own personal biases when we step in front of these microphones. I get that. But when you come to the unbiased truth, it's an opportunity to practice being unbiased. And then on top of that, turning your words, yes, they're truthful, but turning those words into truth and then turning that truth into love. And that's where we really get to it, yo. When you start turning that truth into love, that's when you start tailor-making it for the ultimate goal, righteousness, right? We can't get there if we turn, like, bro, I have been truthful to people before and my tone completely threw them off. They're like damn man you was yelling at me man but it was the truth it was the truth and i've always said well i mean if you were standing in the road and you was about to get hit by a car would you want me to whisper hey get out the road no i'm gonna say like, hey get out the road so when i gave somebody their truth i'd basically be yelling at them in a sense with my tone when i was really just wanting them to be out of harm's way mm-hmm. but i had to start looking at it from a whole nother angle man if i truly love that person i'm gonna go get them out the street hey come here let Come on. I don't care if that truck's on. If it's going to get us both fine, fuck it. But I'm getting both of us out of the situation. And because I always felt like you're really a piece of shit person. If you can't really look at the core situation of somebody's thing, let them know what they're doing wrong and then provide them a new way to win. If you go to situation and be like, oh, man, you ain't right. You you're selling drugs is a bad thing. And you don't offer that drug dealer a new way to win a new way to profit. You are just as bad as him because you're operating in this shameful energy. There's no reason to shame anybody if you can't offer them a way to win, uh, help them be more righteous in their intentions. And that's what we're trying to do, man. If I can't help you, I'm not going to hurt you. So that's what that whole meaning is about, man. If I can't sit up here and try to help you out, I'm not going to sit up and hurt you. Nope. tell you, berate you. I want to debate you. If anything, I will debate you before I berate you. <laughs> and we, I think we are not the
0: enemy right bro
1: Yeah, we are not the enemy man if anything people finding you unbiased is one of those situations where they confide in you because they know for a fact that you're not going to sit up here and not only take their side you're going to be able to see the other side and be like well let's find out what's righteous about this and what's also harming us because i mean a lot about accountability is realizing what you do and what Part you play in your own destruction right so you got to really look at what part you play in your own destruction and then be like yo man if i'm being unbiased about the situation there's improvements that can be made here mm-hmm. in order to see what we can do to help grow this situation right and that's how you grow man that's how we're doing down over there
0: and, it, and that's that's really you know the basis of having healthy dialogue around whatever it is we're talking about you know what i'm saying like it's important To have dialogue because dialogue is dying down. We can't even have dialogue about certain things that we don't even understand, and people take offense to it, and then they turn it. They turn the, they turn the light on you like you the enemy. Nah, I'm not the Mm -hmm. enemy. We just trying to figure shit out. We just trying to have this healthy dialogue so that we can turn it back into love instead of looking at each other like we are because we're not each other's enemies. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We are not, and it's just like, bro, like. Especially like you and I both talked earlier before we got on here recorded, man, like when when you are solid in your intention and you know who you are and what you stand on, what you stand for, ain't nobody knocking you off that square, bro. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of times, man, you know, people take offense to certain things because there's a lot of built up, pent up frustration and, you know we are fighting an invisible enemy out there i don't know what Mm. it is i don't think there's really a face to it but you know evil evil is out there but you just have to you have to recognize when somebody's not evil like we're we're just trying to get to the root of things and in Mm. order to really solve problems sometimes you gotta have these these difficult conversations you gotta like be able to look at things from a standpoint that is unbiased you know what i'm saying so in order to really come up with the solution in order for us to advance and move forward and elevate and ascend and evolve and get back to love, bro. Because like, yeah. bro, if we fighting each other, we falling right into the plan. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We, we should mm-hmm. be helping each other. You know what I'm saying? We, if we all just utilized our energy, and if we were organized enough to do that shit, bro. And I'm not even just talking about one specific set of people. I'm talking about us as a humanity. There's, there's no need for wars, in my opinion. There's no need for violence. Just like, bro, use our words. But people get so frustrated they can't. They, they don't know how to articulate their feelings to the point where. You know they can just they they can let that go you know what i'm saying but like it, yeah. it's so it, it's hard man but that's why our work is so important Karen, bro. you know what i'm saying that's to me what the unbiased truth is bro mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a struggle it's an everyday struggle you know because for myself bro when i when i engage with certain people sometimes um i revert back to old ways that i've been conditioned to kind of be and shit like that and I kind of operate from a lower version of myself, but through an a increased sense of self-awareness, man, I've really been able to catch that quicker and you know, give myself the grace, first of all, when I make a mistake and I slip and I slip off my square, I get right back on that shit. Yeah, I remember why, why I am even doing what I'm doing, bro. It's to serve, yeah. it's to help, it's to make the world a better place, it's to elevate my fellow human being you know what I'm saying? Not to hurt nobody. That's why I love what you say, bro. It's like, mm-hmm. if, if, you know, if, if, if I can't help you, I'm not going to hurt you.
2: Mm-mm.
1: Come on now. Well, I want to yeah. do that. Yeah. What what, what we here for? You know, it's, it's important to understand that aspect because people might not remember what you, you said, might not remember how you look, but they always can remember how you made them feel. And man, they be saying sometimes hate is the best love. I don't believe that shit, bro. Like, I'd rather just let it be, man. I'd rather leave no impression than leave the ultimate impression. Like, that's not that's not what we're here for, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's very important what you said there, bro. It's just like, you know, how how you make people feel is, is really, I think, one of the best impacts you can make on somebody, man. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's uh and That can go either way. You can make a a person feel like shit, bro, and you really hurt that person. Or you can fucking do something to uplift them and really, like, inspire them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the highest human act. Like, my man Nipsey says, rest in peace to Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? And I I firmly believe that, which is why, like, bro, every day I'm just trying to sharpen my iron more and more and get better and improve. That 1% better every day type of attitude. So that in turn, bro what i'm able how i'm how i interact and how i move and how i uh just my energy is bro i i really just try to be more aware of that bro and I'm, it's gonna help it's not gonna hurt people the old me bro i was hurting people and i was toxic bro because i was hurt There's mm-hmm. that saying that you know hurt people hurt people bro and when nice. I was that when I was that motherfucker that was toxic, bro, and that was like sense doing some fucked up shit, that some out of pocket shit, running the streets, hurting people, doing shit, and like looking for trouble, basically, bro. It was because I was in a deep pain, bro. I realize yeah. that now, and you know, having gone through and and still continuing to go through my healing um journey, bro, and and really in order for myself to to ascend and 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 move myself in advance further, man, like I've learned. That was the case for me. I was hurting big time, bro, and I didn't know where to fucking. I didn't have any outlets. I didn't know how to use any other outlets, but like drinking and partying and really like just fucking myself up. And then Mm -hmm. in those spaces, I was violent. I was angry. All these different things. So this person that y'all see in front of you, I wasn't always like this. Maybe, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: maybe when I was a child, before the world really kind of made me hard or like it forced me to be hard, like maybe I was this way. But I, I strayed away from that for so long in my early adult years, up until mm-hmm. fairly recently, bro. So like, this whole time of like rediscovering myself, Cam, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you've been doing too, bro. Just like really getting in touch with who you are on like another level, and like, bro, it's been so cool, like. I don't mind spending time alone, bro. Like I never, I, I used to, I used to cringe at the idea of like being alone. I always have people around with me, bro. I'd always mm-hmm. be, I, like I have a group of people around with me and shit like that. Now, bro, I can, I can do whatever the fuck I want alone, bro. And not even have no type of feeling about this shit, bro. Because I love myself, bro. I love mm-hmm. being by myself. I love being with myself. Cause I'm never by myself. I'm with myself. You know what I'm saying? And that makes sense, bro.
1: Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Absolutely, man.
0: So it's it's, it's it's crazy though, man. You know, like that's that's this whole life journey what we on, bro. And you know that's why I'm I'm so glad that we crossed paths, man. With your unbiased truth and shit like that,
1: man. Like I, it was just a, a
0: perfect fit, in my opinion,
1: bro. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And especially when I when I came across your 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 clips, that was one thing that is important, man. Like, man, I, I'm gonna choke up saying this, man. Like. Man, we got to get out of our own heads, yo, and and start just promoting ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the times I stayed so stagnant because I was so unwilling to get in front of the camera and say something or get in front of the microphone and speak. And man, it wouldn't even, when I did that, that was great, but I wasn't effective in promoting myself. And not only that, I wasn't able to promote it and just walk away from it, man. It was the style in which you promoted your stuff. It was the structure in which you conducted your interviews that really drew me to understand that, like, this is somebody that appreciates the same things that I do, because as much as I give, whenever I'm interviewing people and I'm working hard to try to get guests on my shows, it's, I love to be able to have a space where I can come and just like be like, all right, uh, you know, if I was to have like this long Rapunzel hair, like let my hair all the way down, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, and really like just get down, and get the kinks out. And that's, you know, that's what we get to do There's opportunities every day when we have our true friends around us, our family, uh, people that we really admire that this and invest this time, energy and money in us, man. It, it, it gets me to the point, man, it gets me excited, man. It really gets me excited to be who I am. And it gets me excited to be able to uh, see what I can provide other people. I show up actively like, okay, like, I know I'm here for a reason. So like, what can I do? Like, what can I do to be more productive? What can I do to to be the person you need me to be? Because if I am who I need to be, that helps you indeed be 100% who you need Mm -hmm. to be or at least aspire to be that. We can Mm -hmm. get there. It might not be perfection, but we can aspire to be.
0: You showing them it's okay, bro, to be yourself. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And like, sometimes people just need that permission or need to know that it's okay because like, in this world man like it forces you it, it can very much force you to be a certain type of way to in order to feel validated to to feel accepted in this world but nah man you are uniquely you and i'm so glad to hear you just like standing in your truth and your own biased truth bro and we yeah. talked on the phone prior to getting on here bro you shared a lot of great things you got going on if you don't mind i'd love for you to share them with the people too bro what you got going on
1: bro what you been yeah, up man. to man what you been up to <laughs> <laughs> well you know me bro I- I have always uh, I, I, as much as i love being from the microphone i love real life a lot man i haven't even released a couple episodes that we got of mm-hmm. the, you know by truth because i've been just enjoying real life a lot more and i inspire other podcasters to do the same i know y'all all got a schedule listen i had i have and had a posting schedule too i try consistently to provide some type of way to know people know i'm alive at least uh, whenever i'm posting on different types of channels but um, I'm excited about life, my real life. Um, I'm excited about the people I get to talk to, the places I get to go. Recently got to speak at certain schools and was able to re- like really mm-hmm. talk to the youngsters and instill to them to let them know that they do not need to grow up because it's a trap. I let them know that they need to stay young for as long as they can. Do kid shit. Do not take on any adult responsibilities at all. This is not a drill. This is real life. Do not pay a bill. Sit in mom and dad house for as long as you can because (laughs) that shit gets real especially for the kids that go to college after high school and stay in school all the way up until maybe 22 23 and then get out into the real world and realize school had nothing to do with the real world at all they didn't teach you shit you can pay for school but you cannot buy class and so i was you know really breaking it down for these kids let them know like i really want them to be as young as they can be to enjoy being children and making kid decisions like what toys should I buy from Toys R Us mm-hmm. um, do Toys R Us even like shit man like, I know they still got Chuck E. Cheese with you. I mean, y'all actually go and enjoy the moments and the, the actual things that are there for them to be children, because um, this culture, they get to, they get the opportunity to indulge in a lot of adult things, not because it's right, but because temptation's there and mm-hmm. it's more prevalent than it's ever been, man. I, I, you know, I'm a part of, we are part of that Guinea pig generation, bro. They tested everything out on us. So we saw the evolution of all of this technology, and all of the ways that children consumed it and so with them man you could already see that a lot of them they're living lifestyles or trying to portray certain personas that they seem work for other people and so like you said man you got to show and live out loud and show people it's cool to be you you can be as unique as you want to be the fucking root of unique the word is you You know, so like really, man, you got to put your own spin on this life shit. As far as we know, we only get one go at it. And so being able to talk and touch the people is what I've been up to lately, man. And, and that's what I love about it. Talking to the people, touching them, seeing them. Cause it's one thing to be in front of the microphones and to be online and the screens, they work perfectly just fine. But man, when I pull up on you, bro, it's going to be a whole nother experience. All right. Yeah. I just know that. And it's the same way when I'm touching the streets with people, it's a whole nother experience. We're breathing the same air, COVID, you know, protocols are in, in motion. And, you know, we're also being able to express ourselves. I can see your face. Expressions. I know what's going on in your head. I can see the your brain working to develop a response mm-hmm. to what I'm saying. And having these think tanks with different people, different teachers, and not only teachers, you know, councilmen and things of that nature. I even been on Clubhouse lately, and in different types of rooms. I know y'all been hearing me on Clubhouse. nobody is true. So yeah, definitely tap in and, and uh, let me know what y'all been hearing uh, because I'm man. I'm so I love the people, man, and I love real ones and so many real i think that all the silence right now is worse than all the violence and so many real ones aren't mm-hmm. speaking right now because we're resting in the truths that we have we're resting in the solid like the in men in and in solace in the fact that we know all but yeah we can know a lot and maybe it's just because i'm aquarian and you know if you go into the 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 astrology and you go into things like that you understand that we're the water bears. So water is a very essential source of life for the people. And that's me. I'm the water bearer. And that's kind of what we've been doing lately, man. It's just really giving. But this shit is rare now. I'm not going to just be pouring and filling up everybody's cup. And it's important to know how much to fill up people's cups. And that's our duty. We're bringing this great source of energy and life. And we're filling up cups. I can see there's a hole in your cup. I'm not going to give you too much. <laughs> more, you might have to come to the well with me. It's things like that that is our duty as the water bearers to do. And I mean, it is the age of Aquarius. So if not me, then who? And um, it just takes a certain level of stability and, and, and focus to do it. And that's why I'm blessed beyond measure to be with the right people and then had the right folks in my corner.
0: <laughs> you already know, man. You already know. You said so much right there, man. And I know, I know for damn sure. I mean, bro, we've known each other. When was it that you got when when was it that you got on here at the, on the bless me I man when did we first link up earlier this year i know I, yeah yeah it
1: was actually early february early
0: february bro. Yeah. so we mm-hmm. you know we still haven't even met in person y'all like nah. this me and cam like i swear man it's like i think the first time we really linked up like on the episode we probably did a pre-briefing if i refer, recall correctly and honestly mm-hmm. the pre-briefing it was just like we known each other for so long bro I think even when I reached out to you, bro, something about your post was like, bro, I like, I like feel this dude's post so much, bro. Like I relate to it so much, man. Cause you're like, a real
1: one. Yeah,
2: sorry. come on, man.
1: <laughs> real ones. No, bro. And when, and when people approach me, man, they got to know I'm the number one, real one. So I'm, I'm cam like <laughs> I'm somebody, if you don't know me, you, it's just like, what are you doing with your life? And not even that, it's more of like, you remember me. You know you know me. Like you know what I'm saying? Real Maybe recognized you know real like baby. Me. Real exactly, real recognize real. Thank you. Yeah. Man. I'm never looking unfamiliar.
0: <laughs> exactly, bro. And I think that's exactly what it was, real recognized mm-hmm. real. Cause I there's something about your post. As I was scrolling before I even asked you to be on the Blessed Beyond Measure, I was like, man, you know what? This dude's gonna be a cool ass dude to talk to. I remember, bro, when I when I first connected with you, I think one of your posts said that you were in London, UK, or something like that, bro. Like yeah. you put the uh, you put the uh, London, UK on there, and I was like, man, this dude's all the way in London, UK. Let me <laughs> let me, you know, it's gonna be kind of hard to get this facilitate this, but let's we gonna make this happen anyway. And then I come to find out you in Houston, Texas. But you know, we still yeah. got link. We still got to link up in real life sometime, bro. You either mm-hmm. come out here or when i when i make my way out to houston texas bro because i fuck Mm -hmm. with houston texas bro i really i like it out there i was out there in november of last year bro and you know i was only there for a couple days but um you know i enjoyed my experience i definitely would go back to check out to to lay the land and Mm -hmm. now i got one of my one of my dudes the number one real one right here bro to really just you know show me around the real way yeah, man.
1: Yeah, we can definitely show you that Southern hospitality they be talking about, especially in the great state of Texas. Um, it, it's so, it's such a great state too, man. I know you was only here for a little bit, but Houston's so diverse. It's an amazing, I mean, I wouldn't dream of living really anywhere else in texas wow. i i have lived in these texas before that's where i'm from but texas is so unique because of all of the different cultures that they have when we talk about houston though whenever something goes down or even just in general houstonians have each other's backs i know i got there um around or like early 2015 and i really started making my way through trying to make a, a name for myself and when stuff started happening when things went down like hurricanes floods or you know any type of natural issue or any type of crisis in the city happens, Houstonians have a way of building each other up and staying solid, man. Once you make these connections, you really build them and stay strong.
0: Community, yeah.
1: I got the opportunity to really just get ingrained in one of the largest cities in the nation not just in texas in the nation man this top five for sure when it comes to population and you feel it every single day because man when i first got out here i was you know bright bright eyed and wide nose i was all you know just naive and really finding my way through but as i got to grow and learn more about what it meant to be a texan um, I learned that, man, it's important to really master uh, master some type of, I encourage a lot of people, you know, get outside of that small town that you're in and try to master one of these big cities in your home state. Um, it doesn't have to be anything out of your range as far as financially. I'm just saying, go to one of these big cities that are not one of your small towns, and see how you fare and see what people are really like. And because they really represent a lot of the shades of what people think about your state. When you go to these, you know, capital cities, like when you think about Austin prime example and how pissed off people are about people from California moving there, it's (laughs) like, man, we got, we got, we got a a reputation to protect. Austin's weird. And that's true. But when you think about actually just uh, moving outside of that small town, I was talking about to an actual big city in your state. Like I said, you find out so much about yourself and we've talked about this multiple times, but I know for a fact Life begins outside Of your comfort zone Yes Um. And the cool thing About moving outside Of that small town That you've been in Most of your life Is that once you move To some of these Bigger cities You start making Connections based on The actual resources That they have To provide for you People you may Actually like And not because Y'all grew up together Or because y'all Rode the bus Or because y'all Were in such close proximity Y'all couldn't avoid Being friends Once you get to These big cities You realize your Personality is or ain't shit And you find out whether or not you can or can't make it you're up one week you're down the next and it really shows you what the culture's like in your state um texas is great because the you know, cost of living is good baby and you mm-hmm. know no state taxes baby and we got that grid of course they fucked us over i'm still waiting on my check but it's uh it's like you know, it's a great state. And like I said, and doing what I just told you all about trying to just get to a bigger city than your small town, at least once in your lifetime and thriving. Um, it's a beautiful experience. And that's mm. why I got to Houston, man. so when I come out there to the Bay though, man, I know you've been established out there, man. You probably, when we ride around, man, they're going to be, you know, rolling out the red carpet, man. I know for a fact, we're going to be doing it big.
2: <laughs>
0: hey, bro, you, you welcome anytime, my G, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Not like, Born and raised out here in San Francisco, and I know for sure mm. just how you describe Houston, Texas, bro, like they're going to be chucking the deuces at you when when yeah. we riding around, bro, for sure, you know what I'm yeah. saying, so like, it's going to be the same thing over here, it's going to be love, man, I mean, I really ain't out, ain't, out on, ain't out on the scene as much as I used to be when I was like a little bit younger, Um mm-hmm. But when I do get a chance to interact, bro, like, you know, it's, a, it's I, I like to associate and, and really interact with some real ones myself, bro. Like, I, I like it's one thing about me, bro, to be honest with you, bro, like, if the energy ain't right, I, I, I'd rather not even, like, be mm. fake and uh, entertain that shit, bro. Like, I'd rather just keep it moving and really just, like, be around people that are doing things that, like, I feel like are... Uh, conducive to, to help them grow. And like, also that's going to inspire me, bro. So like the people that I'll be around, um, I, for the most part, it's really not that many, man. I, I just be around my loved ones a whole lot more recently, man. Like, as far as the party scene, like I used to do that heavy, bro. I used to do that heavy. You still be partying out there? How's the? I hear the
1: parties. No, man. Are, I hear I the parties are party. popping out there though. I do not party. No, 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 man. We focus on the grind, man. We focus on this work. We getting this paper. I feel you. Um, When I when I did go to parties and whatnot, it was always. um, there's There's this term or really this phrase I like to use. Some things are better inside of the store and that's what some of the party scene is like in the city man some things are better left inside of the store so you go man you be you, you look at the flyer like oh man this is down to be the shit man it's gonna be everybody gonna be here. it's gonna be packed it's gonna be nice then you get there and you're nice attire. this is that and the third you find out it's packed out people stepping on your shoes you sweating out your perm you know your girl you know she getting left behind drinks are weak you know or you know it's a situation where the music's too loud you can't even enjoy your day or have a conversation the way you want to um partying out here in houston can also be dangerous if you don't have if you're not right around people you know and it's not that it's um it's not that they don't like out-of-towners or people that are unfamiliar it's just that some people are intolerable and they just don't suffer anything not even not even a mistake you could you know make a mistake by bumping in somebody spilling a drink and it's a whole situation where your life now is in danger um and i'm not saying that to try to Stop people from going out in Houston. That's all I'm saying now. But man, when you talk about partying, like we used to party, man, there was a certain type of camaraderie, man. Everybody had each other. You see somebody too fucked up? Hey, give them some water, man. Like some who got their keys, you know what I'm saying? You know, stuff like that would go down at some point. Nowadays, people don't give a damn about you, bro. They'll watch you pass out, you know, so they'll watch you pissy drunk, get in the car. And then you're, you're in a whole nother realm of not only threatening yourself, but putting other people in danger in Texas, especially uses is too damn big to be driving drunk and not, you know, and not having a way home. And so, they got the open even, carry.
0: They got the open carry law out there, right? exactly.
1: Like- they do, man. And I mean, Texas, man. They damn near be carrying bazookas these days, <laughs> walking down the fucking street. So yeah, That's it's important wild. to stay. I rather stay on point when I'm out in public than to be faded uh if i'm gonna get faded i'll do i'll do kickbacks no doubt Yeah, hit me up at a kickback we can go to a lounge or some shit but when i'm out in public i ain't going to no party i ain't getting faded nothing like that because i need to be on point and moving with a certain type of decorum. it'd be
0: like that it'd be like that out here too bro you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like um clubs out here man motherfuckers like it's almost like motherfuckers are just like looking for that shit looking for trouble bro Mm -hmm. like and you know what i'm ashamed to say this but i used to be one of the motherfuckers that was Mm -hmm. like running with folks that would want to get into fights bro like yes i would want to pull females and do my thing and you know spit some game and do this and that like that was always you know priority but at the same time like you know depending on what i was drinking that night or how i was feeling bro like you know i'm saying like shake it go down and like you know i looking back at it all the stupid situations i put myself in bro like it was like man I can just sit here and shake my head at it. But at the same time, with that very same, you know, what, what I just said in that very same token, like, dude, all of that stuff had to happen in my life in order for me to be where I'm at right now. This amount of clarity that I have right now, who knows if I would have ever arrived at this point, had I not gone through some of that fuck shit that I'd have been through. You know what I'm saying? Like, had like, had Man. I not gone through some of those turbulent dumbass times, put myself in situations where my life was uh, like, Very much in harm's way. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but now I know, bro. Like, I mean, I don't even, I don't even have the urge. Maybe it's because I'm getting older too. Who knows? But like, it's, I think it's more so about just like, I don't see the the allure and attraction in doing that no more, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I like I like similar to you, bro. Like i I'm just trying to get to work on myself. I'm trying to get to work on the brand. I'm trying to get to work on helping people. I'm trying to just keep learning, keep growing. I, I, yeah. I prioritize my health now, bro. So yes, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I didn't have a good ass time when I was younger and hell i'm yeah. not and i'm not capable of having good because i could have a good time because i was out there in mm-hmm. november houston bro that shit was
1: popping bro but what'd you I, do when you came out here
0: i was out here for that i was out there for that travis
1: scott uh festival man oh yeah that's, the world. that's, the world. that's the... i had been uh the two years prior well not the not the year because they canceled it but the two years prior to that <laughs> so i know that the crowd was wild as hell out there man did you enjoy yourself
0: and I loved it, bro, up until, you know, we found out that that stuff had happened. You know what I mean? With Did the, you find
1: out why you were there or you, when you had dipped?
0: I found out the next day, the next mm-hmm. morning, bro, and then they canceled day two. So, but it was, I mean, you know, that is what it is, man. I mean, that type of environment is, uh, I mean, I wouldn't tell anybody to, to go in and expect to lose their life, but at the same time, you got to be prepared for anything. And a lot of the, like, like
2: ragers, that man. shit,
0: the, the shit, they, they ragers, bro. And like, ragers, honestly, bro. I I was underprepared, bro. Like, I wasn't mm-hmm. prepared that like the mosh pit was gonna move around as much as it did. And you know, like, I wasn't like. But at the same time, when I was in it, like, rather than fucking like like let it fucking piss me off, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna ride this wave. Ain't nobody yeah, ain't, man, ain't nobody, t- ain't nobody pointed gun and told me to be here. I chose mm-hmm. to be here, so why not have fun? If I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out having fun. Fuck the bullshit.
1: Yeah, Get man, that mosh pit becomes a uh, it becomes an organism and it becomes a whole life of its own so people be like oh he could have stopped it he could have stopped it man nobody with a voice could stop a mosh pit no it has a whole life of its own with people and, and folks that are ru- they're rushing from rushing the back, back bro. yeah man so, so if like you're not looking it's compressed you're compressed yeah. man i was there i remember that shit I, and i went the first year it was like no nah, i'm not going in the second year I rushed the vip interest is a lot of people and then i got in so it's like man i mean i'm here now it was like we, i didn't know we was gonna make it in we made it in so uh i was there then but even being on the outskirts of it when you look at it it is literally a, a, a whole entire it's like a man it's like sardine can- it's like being like in a oh, tight compressed sardine can- it's crazy you know and I'm glad you made it out of it or enjoyed Damn. yourself, but, you know, made it out of that situation because when you were ragers, it is, it's unexpected, man. And so people were trying to pass blame on different people. If anything, you got to blame the crowd because a lot of things went down that should not have happened. You know, really that section of the crowd where things were going down. So yeah. like being there, I, I just got to say, man, I'm glad that you made it and had a good time, but made it out of that situation. Um Houston, Houston, like I said, they do have a situation where they do come together, and that was one of the situations where everybody came together once again, uh, and and showed love and tried their best to 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 be about the community but mm-hmm. i mean we haven't even heard from travis Scott since that happened do you still listen to his music Oh, i love travis still man i, I mean oh, yeah. i
0: i understand that like people people have to find a scapegoat and this and that and you know it's easy to point the blame at the the you know the person that coordinated the whole thing but you know like dude i mean that's just i hate to say this and well, i don't really hate to say it but I, i'm i'm of the belief that girl like you you got to be responsible for everything that that happens in your life, bro. I don't mm-hmm. I don't point the blame at shit no more, bro. But myself, if yeah. something's something's going bad in my life or something goes wrong in my life, guess who gets to blame? Me. That's I'm not any, blaming. Yeah. I put myself in that situation. I didn't. You know, ain't nobody asked me to be there. I fucking did that shit. I chose mm-hmm. to be there. You know, what I'm saying whatever comes along with that, you accept that shit, bro. Yeah. And I I know that might sound insensitive to the people that you know lost people in that. You know, what I'm saying so. I my heart sincerely goes out to them. Like I, I really believe that, but. You you know, but at the same time, like, dude, like, it's, it's, it happened. And it's just, it's really difficult. And maybe my tune would be different if I lost somebody I love, but at the same time, I would, I would probably find a way to look at it. Like, yo, this shit was no. like, Mm-mm. like, dude, they put themselves in that situation. Yeah. And I don't know every single situation of the people that, like, cause I didn't honestly, like, it's not that I didn't care, but I didn't want to use my energy. I didn't want that to just like drown me in sorrow, bro. Because when I'm in a sorrow state, bro, I can't. I can't operate from a high frequency, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And my energy is tainted and I can't do what I do best, which is try to help and serve and inspire other people, bro. And if I were to just go down those rabbit holes to find out who and what happened and this and that, it just drive me nuts, bro. And it's just yeah. not a good service of my energy, bro. So I just felt like, you know, I'm a, I'm, Enough people were already gonna do that. they were gonna crucify Travis for it and this and that, so I'm just gonna let it be what it's gonna be i'm 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 gonna just stay on the side and I'm gonna keep focusing on me bro and it's it's like that with a lot of things in life for me too, bro there's a lot of tragic things that happen in life, but mm-hmm. i i can't I don't have enough bandwidth to land to every single one of them. you know what I'm saying, yeah. and if I do, I'm not gonna be able to help anything, bro, because it's just stealing so much of those energy units from me you know what i'm saying and and then i'm no good to nobody bro then i'm living in a depressed state bro i'd much rather look on the bright side of things and do my best to put that energy out into the world especially now because it seemingly so feels like the world needs it more now so now more than ever but i mean going back to that whole situation bro like that experience was my first time in Houston. I have a really good friend that lives over there and he showed me around. I was able to, uh I forgot one what it, we we had this really good Tex-Mex place was really good.
1: Um, Tex-Mex, yes, sir. Tex,
0: right? Yeah, we did that. And then, uh, you know, and, and then, uh, and then we, me and my friends, I was with, we went out to a couple of clubs, a couple of strip
1: clubs. We did our Yes, thing, sir. You was in the city for it. Yeah. Oh, boy. yeah.
0: But I did I did encounter an experience, bro, where you know I was mm-hmm. feeling myself and we we was, we had bottle service and the whole shit and shorty was on me. We was you know doing our thing and this dude came up and like try to you know try to check me about his about me dancing with his girl and the girl was like, you know like it was it was kind of weird. But I was like, fuck it, this ain't even worth my energy, bro. I was like, yeah. Yo head, go ahead, go ahead, y'all can do what you want to do, bro. Like it's it's mm-hmm. plenty of fish in the sea, bro. I'm not even tripping, bro. You know what I'm saying? So now maybe the old me, bro. You know, the hot headed old me might have really responded to that fought fire with fire. But, you know, I was like, fuck it, man. I'm going to just I'm going to go over here. Yeah, I ain't even tripping off that. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. You know i
1: <laughs> yes sir
0: yeah boy, <laughs> boy <I like> <laughs> but now yeah. houston houston really was a dope experience and i'd love to come check it out like on a, mm-hmm. on a from a different look bro definitely come tap in with you bro and see what it's about from from that perspective and man but i you know i, I really did enjoy the experience i had some good barbecue eyes over there bro you know um, all that yeah, it, shit bro yeah, mm-hmm. we it was a lot. I wanted to go to uh, what's that place? Pop Papa Do Pop.
1: okay. Oh, now what's y'all know? Yeah, he got me and Papa guy. whoo, Papa Do's, Papa Cito's. that man got everything. Papa's burgers, that man got a lot of stuff. I'm giving him a free promo right now. Hey, Papa's, what's up? Give me the money, man. I just got to yeah. give you a promo, fam. Yeah. So- nah, yeah. We met, we,
0: met good some good, we met some good folks out there, and then on our way out, they were saying, like, y'all should have went here. Y'all should have went here. Because I hear, mm. apparently, like, the Sunday day parties is where,
1: where it's really live out. Yeah, man. It'd be live on Sunday day parties. The brunch parties is, is lit, man. They really? $40 plates and a, m- a bottomless mimosas and Yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a vibe, man. If you want to feel sophisticated getting your, getting your Sunday's best <laughs> and miss church. Yeah, go get you some bottom muscles, like different places. It's it's just amazing. Yeah, bro.
0: I mean, I I fuck with Houston, man. I I had a good time while I was out there, man. So shout out to Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas, man. Baby, what it do? Paul Wall, what it do? (laughs) But nah, bro, it was a hell of an experience. And, you know, to tie it back into everything we've been talking about, man, like, I think it's important to open yourself up. Like you were saying, bro, like, talking to folks in the smaller towns to really just kind of like explore not only just the big cities, but even other cities outside of Texas and travel like you did, man. Last time we had you on the podcast, you talked to me about your time at the Grand Canyon, which Mm -hmm. may inspire me. I'm, you know, I still have yet to get there, but that's definitely on my to do list brother, because of you love Um, to hear it. Yeah. more So because of you, because of what you told me about that place and how you just felt so connected, like to the earth in that, in that space. And then on top of that, bro, like, what what blew my mind about our last conversation was your whole experience in Japan, bro. Mm-hmm. So now that we have you here again, bro, I would love for you to expand on that experience further, man, because I know there's a lot more to tell about that shit. Yeah,
1: man. Japan was uh, an amazing experience. Um, I went over there with a partner of mine and um, she and I at the time, like we were cool, but maybe like uh, about two months in, I realized, oh man, this ain't, this ain't going to work. This ain't what I thought it was going to be. So we, didn't, we weren't on the best of terms while I was there. So that means I stayed out of the house, meaning I did everything I could to figure out what I could do all day long in Japan. So I was on my little bike all over the place. I what part of Japan were you at? I stayed in Osaka. Um, I Osaka. What up? I see you. Yeah. What's up. Jinjun, what up, man? Oh, yeah. I hope y'all doing well. Uh, shout out to Deuce, my boy, K Cox as well. A lot of Americans, my boy, uh, my boy. Oh man. I had so many friends out there. My boy, Ali, the most high. What up, boy? But, um, yeah, man, I had so many lifelong friends that I made out there because I stayed out in those streets. Uh, I really got the chance to um, develop relationships with shaman at different temples. My home wow. temple was Shitennoji Temple, one of the oldest Buddhist temples in Japan's history. <clears throat> we talk about stuff, eighty period stuff, man, and that was the beauty of being in Japan. You be walking down the street and see stuff that has been there for centuries. Wow. And that's what I really got to go and and be able to dwell in. And like I told you, because it was a rare time, I didn't have to wait in lines. Wasn't a lot of people there at the temple. So I really got to feel a lot of the energies that the elders felt while they were there, meditating with different people, doing language exchange with people and learning how to um, really cultivate this new feeling of not only being able to be with this person that was my partner being able to be cool with them, but also developing this new way of thinking because America had, like I said, indoctrinated me with so much stuff. It had me believing so much about myself and my people that I had started to internalize a certain type of self-hatred that didn't belong there. And I didn't realize it didn't belong there until other people told me about ways and why they love us. They taught me about the black man. They told me, yo, y'all's hair is the only hair that defies gravity. They gave me so much information about being black and how black people were in Japan and where they were and how I should go about things. I went on a whole spiritual quest. I started learning where different temples were and I would be there from sunup to sundown. I'm talking about as soon as I got the chance to get out of the clutches of where I was, I'm like, all right, I'm about to be there. And I would come back as soon as I could to make sure everything was copacetic. But I lived this lifestyle that changed the way I spiritually identified uh, because I was outside of my comfort zone. I did not know a lick of Japanese. No, that's not. I didn't know much outside of anime like most people. That's all I really knew about Japan is a lot of my favorite anime characters came from there. So, yes. I indulge in a lot of the anime things. (laughs) I went to Den Den Towns and I played at the game stations, man. But be there for hours playing games, playing the claw games, playing different arcade games. There's plenty of videos uh, that I took, personal videos of me being out there in the streets and trying all of the food. Osaka is known as Japan's Kitchen. So I got the opportunity to try a lot of not only Japanese cuisine, but Korean barbecue, Uh, uh, different types. Oh yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Anybody that hasn't had Korean barbecue, uh, once you have it for the first time you're going to make that sound every time after that,
0: (laughs) you got to come out to the Bay, bro, because we're such a huge (laughs) melting pot. We have like so much access to some of the best bro. Like I've Mm -hmm. had, there's a specific Korean restaurant that I've been going to since I was a kid that, actual korean people from korea come here and say that is better than actual korea bro whoa and it's, it's, it's it's gone it's gone through a lot of changes because the original owners had passed away and now the kids own it but it, mm-hmm. to me it still tastes really really good i wouldn't say it's as good as it was when the original owners were around in the, fa- the original family was kind of like you know cooking up in the kitchen and you know that whole experience but mm-hmm. it still does it's still provides that experience for me, bro. And I I come back to this day. It's still, if I was on my dying my deathbed and i and i had to choose my last meal it would be from this place bro that's just that's how much i love yeah. this place bro you know what i'm saying so
1: it's just, gotta it's just have crazy it,
0: bro so when you come yeah. here now i know you like korean barbecue yeah. we for sure going over there bro
1: yeah man i loved it and i didn't really i had never had it up until that point there was really? a lot of things i was trying for the first time in that country first of all i had never been out the country before i had never even had a passport so this is like my first literal trip on a plane that was more than four and a half hours. Wow. I was over there it was a 14-hour flight. Um, and it just it was uh it was a complete culture shift for me. Mm-hmm. I completely immersed myself in a different culture. Um, and I tried like I said, I tried a lot of different things I'd never tried before. Not only were the American menus for um our favorite stuff like McDonald's, Wendy's. Uh, Burger King altered but even a lot of the like I said it was during the pandemic so a lot of the great mom and pop was what we would call them stores out there a lot of the food places that stayed open you knew they were great if they stayed open during the pandemic because that means that everybody knew that they were the plug and so I would go to these places man and get some of them the greatest meals and experiences I had ever had in my life And when I went to Tokyo specifically, man, I ate at this place called Soul Food House. Oh, my goodness, man. It's black people in Japan making soul food. My brother, my brother. I stepped in there and for an hour and some change, man, I felt like I was right back in America. The owners, their son, he's running around having a good time. They're playing music, hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? The owner is a mixologist. He's mixing up a drink, ended up making a drink for me that we we created ourselves while I was there. It's called the soul power, man. I'm telling you, boy, because it'll bite your back, man. That that soul power (laughs) got some kick to it, man. And um, yeah, we really got the chance to just kick it and relax. And it made me realize how liberated we felt how black we felt having a good time enjoying ourselves in the culture that was enjoying us. Um, people around man. us. I mean, you know, were people around was enjoying our conversation. It was a lot of people in there, but just to see the, uh, just to see somebody that looked like me that knew how liberated I felt to be able to walk down the street, hear sirens and know they're not coming for me. And it's not like I did anything wrong, but there's a certain level of anxiety in America when you hear sirens as a black man. Um, just mm-hmm. to be able to go somewhere where nobody looks like me. Nobody has my skin tone whatsoever, but I know I'll make it out safely. There's wow. certain places that I come from, man. If you walk somewhere and you walk into a place and nobody looks like you, you better get the hell out or you mm-hmm. ain't going be walking out. You see what I'm saying? So it's a certain level of anxiety that comes with being who I am and looking like me in my home country that I did not have while I was over there. And it changed the way that I came I came to understand my importance and what I need to do. And then when I first got back, bro, I was on that shit. I'm about to go back. I got to get back to Japan. I'm leaving. I didn't even tell my family at that Christmas when I got back. Hey, y'all, um, I love being here in America, but this is my last Christmas.
2: <laughs> really? <laughs>
1: about the girls, like, Because of the way I felt, man, I really felt like, oh, man, I don't feel appreciated. I don't feel like I can survive here. I felt like being black in America was a death sentence. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an opportunity. Um, and so when I started to learn those things over in Japan about the ways that my life could be, um, a little bit less stress-free, you know what I'm saying? It could be uh, a little less anxiety ridden. Um, I started to, I started to take those methods that I learned like meditation, uh, take those things like positive thinking, like literally like actively intentionally thinking positive thoughts was not a thing before I, I left for Japan, man. I really would dwell on these, Concerns about what society would do to me as soon as I open that door, you know, and it's it's just unconscious almost. It becomes ingrained in your subconscious. But when I left the country, all of that, especially not just for a couple of days, that's why people I want people to understand. You can go on a trip, me. and it, you know, good, bro. You can go on a trip and you can experience things and whatnot. But when you embrace your immerse yourself in a completely different culture for over six months without really any prior knowledge to what you were getting into it can really show you what you are (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it can really test um, your upbringing. Like my parents raised me to be a certain way. I believe if my parents didn't raise me to be a certain type of person. I would not have been able to survive out there because it takes a certain level of humility. It takes a certain level of uh, wanting to be able to understand and comprehend other people that a lot of people don't have, you know, I was able to really throw myself uh, to the to the needs of children to ask them questions because I mean the adults were cool they didn't care that I didn't know Japanese but they weren't going to fucking like try to be like all understanding either so anytime i try to talk to them if i didn't if they couldn't make out what i was saying they'd be like all right just got my face kobe you know what i'm saying like <laughs> like it wasn't like they wanted to talk to me you know so i had to go talk to kids i would literally go talk to a kid and be like hey could you help me out because they're actively studying english and they were happy and excited to talk to somebody else in english so that's how i started to learn like man i have to approach and attack life differently man i have to learn from everything around me I believe you said it once before, man, you can learn from anybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody gives you an opportunity to learn what to do or what not to do in this realm of life. So yeah, man, that's kind of in a nutshell. Some of the things that I learned in Japan, I know that wasn't in a nutshell. That was more like an oak tree, but man, I just, it's so much that I've learned from that experience that I'm still unpacking oh, to man. this day. And I've almost been back two years at this point, man. It's was one of those, those journeys that will go down in my, my life as the turning point, Um, the turning point to where it wasn't just about Cameron anymore. It wasn't just about what I was talking about. It was what the world, what the, what the universe desires me to be. What can I do to be of service to the people around me? And man, I'm on fire for it. You see how we linked up. I'm on fire for it, man. I can, I can honestly say that, um, like you said, the situations in your life where you were doing certain things, uh, had you not gone through those things, you wouldn't be the man you are today. Hey, ditto, my brother, ditto.
0: Man, you was just on, talk about being on fire. You was on fire. That whole spiel right there, bro. I was so like enthralled in what you were saying, bro, because like you, you've, Talk about it so descriptively and so like, man, I'm like imagining you in these streets, you in the restaurant in that soul restaurant, you know, drinking with the owner and making the soul power drink that y'all made and just like other people picking up on your energy and then you speaking to children. And, and and you know, and, and connecting with them and, like, you also talking about that sense of openness that your parents raise you with because you have to have that in order to really kind of, like, connect with people. Otherwise, it's going to be a lot more harder for you. If, like, yeah. you're a confrontational dude or something like that, it's not going to be easy for you, you know what mm. I'm saying? It's, like, you're going to have a real difficult time, like, being being anywhere let survive, alone japan man. right mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. for, for, for all of that had to happen in a line for you to have that experience and ultimately transcend you to who you are right now and who you're continuously evolving to be and it's a beautiful thing brother mm-hmm. keep fucking standing in your truth bro shining your light bright as bright can be bro like i promise you man nothing but good things is gonna happen and even if the even if there are situations that might come up and test you and situations that might challenge you and make you want to revert back to old ways rise high my brother honestly keep taking the high road keep learning keep growing and honestly bro like that's how we're gonna get to zion faster bro that's how we can be in zion right now is by freeing our minds bro freeing ourselves from like this old indoctrination of like how things were supposed to be like because we're we were built and indoctrinated to be a, a part of a system a system that we didn't have no say in bro you know what i'm talking about? i'm not just talking about black people in general I'm talking about us in ge- just people yes. in general bro like As people, people yes. that had to grow up in like these schools like that's why like they didn't want to tell us about they wanted to lie to us about fucking christopher columba columbus and all this shit they wanted to keep a lot of shit out of the history books in order to cover up for the mistakes that America made. And I don't want to sit here and slander America because I feel very blessed to be here. We have a lot of opportunities over here. It's not perfect, but what I do love about uh, what we get to do and be a part of over here is that like the influence that we have as Americans also, um, the, the progressivism. Yes. In a lot of places, there's still there's going to be a lot of catching up to do for sure. But Mm -hmm. I like to, I like to look on the spec on the side of the spectrum where, um, that there's been a, a tremendous amount of progress made versus the amount that we still have left to go. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And and really be a part of that change, be a part of that progress by choosing to use my energy in the best way possible to make our experience and our, and enhance our quality of life as human beings and as Americans and stuff like that. Because, you know, bro, I, I could sit here all day, similar to a lot of people. And I can really just go down the laundry list of like, the shit that's wrong over here but i know one thing's for sure is when when uh team usa is out there playing hoops or or, or representing our country i'm 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 on it bro I'm, yes, a proud, sir. I'm a proud american bro as much fucked up shit goes on over here i'm proud of being american you know what i'm saying and i'm just trying to make it better for all of us like i i want all of us that's why our work is so much more important Cam, bro yeah because we have to we have to build these bridges back to one another again bro hate mm-hmm. is winning right now bro hate mm. or hate seems it, it seems like hate is winning bro because love is not on the forefront of things bro like the, Man, the people love like, is in need of love today that's what i'm saying bro we we have the power to do things from love bro do things yeah. from that place where it's pure mm-hmm. righteous that we talk about bro with the uh, intention of helping other people right serving other people bro we don't see that often that's not that's not commonplace nowadays bro and yeah but we, you know even just us being aware and recognizing of that bro like we're built literally you me and other people that are that are going in the same direction and that are doing amazing work every single day are built for what we are putting on our shoulders bro mm-hmm. and what life is putting in front of us bro so you know like i look at it for myself man like this is somewhat tied into what we're talking about, but breaking generational curses, bro. Like I'm mm-hmm. not going to be the, the, the next person to pass on the same trauma that has been passed on from my dad's 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 dad. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. I'm going to,
0: I'm going to, I'm going to be the one to recognize it and change it, bro. And when I have kids God willing, or, you know, my nieces and nephews, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to pass on something new, something different, something better. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the goal, bro. It's like us as the new generation, we have to be better than the last generation. It's like yeah, them passing man. the baton to us, and it's our responsibility to, to use what they did and what they sacrificed in order to even put our family and our people in, a, in a, on a better trajectory, bro, and change our whole bloodline, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Me and, my, me and my brother was just talking about this the other day, bro, and shit gets hard sometimes, bro. Shit gets damn hard, but you know what, bro? We built for this shit.
2: Mm-hmm. Come mm-hmm. on,
0: baby
1: yeah go for this shit. Come on, now, absolutely, bro. And it only seems like and I agree with you, man, it does seem like hate is winning right now, man. It seems like hate and the and the wickedness is really winning right now, but it's only because the people that have love are content. We're content. We're silent happy with what we have. And that's why I said the silence is worse than all the violence is because we're so silent because, yo, we're chilling. we're good what and a lot of people that have love is not they think that if they give love they might lose the love that they have it's, that's not how that works you don't lose any fire from your candle by lighting another one and i i think that that's is so unselfish in the way that we need to give it these days that hate whatever it's spewing won't be able to be heard because wherever hate goes to spew its bullshit unselfish love will be there to reign supreme you know and it's only going to be able to to be able to because i know right now a lot of controversy sells so things happen and people are so caught up in the controversy as opposed to what we can learn and how loving we can be in certain situations so what i mean by that is like fucking the bullshit's gonna bullshit are you going to be the toilet or the toilet paper. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you might be the shit, but I'm the commode. All right. Like we're not gonna we're not holding it in, we're flushing it, we're making sure we're not even recycling bullshit like that, bro. We're not we're not having things like that in our circle. We're That's filtering what's so that shit. Exactly, man, that's what's so important about having the people that we have in our circle, you having your people that are beside you blessed beyond measure, I having my real ones, because we can be each other's filters, whenever we have these opinions, we have these thoughts, notions, ideals, let's go to each other and have these conversations, whether it be with the mic recording or off the cuff somewhere else in private have those tough conversations, think those difficult thoughts and try those new ideas, because I guarantee you, it's like throwing paint at the wall. Something's going to stick at Mm -hmm. some point. And guess what? Now you got your niche. I just believe in real ones so much. I believe in the person that's listening to my voice right now so much that I don't even know you, that I love you because I know you're just like me. You're striving for greatness. You feel that you're blessed beyond measure. You have genius level talent. You're headed to Zion and you want to speak your unbiased truth. And that's what you're here for. That's what we're here to provide to you. Just an opportunity to vibrate at a frequency with like-minded people. That's what I love, man. That's what I'm doing, my guy. <laughs> oh
0: man! Very well said. Beautifully said, bro. So mm-hmm. much you said right there, man. Just needs to be highlighted and amplified and exc- exclamated <laughs> and we can replay it <laughs> yeah, double underscored you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. bold italics <laughs> all that bread, just so motherfuckers don't miss what you just said and you know i i agree wholeheartedly man it's just like bro like operating from love is so mm-hmm. much more important it seems like right now bro because and you gotta you gotta be careful because like there's people out there that that get attracted to like a flash in the pan versus something that's going to be solid and remain solid forever, bro. And what I mean by that is like, yeah, a lot of controversy sells right now. So people are going to sell their souls to, to, to be viral for a flash in the pan rather than choosing to be solid. And then like, like looking towards longevity and actually standing on the right side of things, doing things with integrity, bro. People would much rather like, that's why I stay out the comment section on certain things now, bro. Cause it's just like, I know people are on there literally with the, with the uh, motivation to, to just spew venom, bro. Like they have the audacity to say all this stuff behind a motherfucking device, bro. And yeah. then when everybody knows for damn sure, they never, but the people, people get paid to do this shit now, bro. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It, Agents it, of it, chaos, man. It, it's crazy, bro. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we talked about it earlier. It's like we we are fighting an invisible enemy, man. Um, I can't put a face to it, but you just got to recognize. And even the people that are doing that, they don't even realize what they're doing. So I like to believe that they don't even realize some people do, but I don't think they even have the level of consciousness and awareness to the point where it's just like,
1: are you, are you, are you really choosing the right thing to do here? Cause wow, like, if you, you were sound like, you know, Jesus Christ, you know, when they crucified him, what do you say? Forgive them father. For they know not what they do.
2: Mm-hmm. Like he
1: really came to, in that moment, even though they were doing something to him that seemed logical. He's like, "Yo, like y'all really don't know what y'all are doing. Yeah. Who you are slaying right now? What you believe you are killing is not the truth." And I think it's, it's stories like that to identify with people is a universal story. And that's why so many people gravitate toward it. Even if they don't believe in it, that story of the martyr, the story of dying for what you believe in that story of going all out for what you are and who you are. That's why I, mean, I just admire for what you do and how you speak about things, man. That's why I'm even here in the first place.
0: Appreciate you saying that fam. I really do, man. And you know, it's a, uh, it, it, it takes work for sure, man. And, um, like like I was telling you earlier man it, it it took a lot for me to be who I am right now and I'm not by by no means am I done bro it's a, it's a lifelong process of of getting more and more in tune with that inner child bro and and really kind of like getting to that that human nature that early human nature before I had to become what I felt I had to become based yeah. on societal structures based on conditioning based on expectations placed on me pressures all these different things right so it's like that same liberated feeling that you had in japan bro like versus being out here like how you describe that like that's how Mm -hmm. i'm trying to be wherever i'm at bro you know what i'm saying like like i want to make it just like you like you say make it okay for people to 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 feel like they can be themselves bro yeah you know what i'm saying and it's like it takes it takes consistent work you know, and it takes, oh my gosh, it takes that work leads to you being able to see like, like, like sympathize and empathize with people, even people that are doing wrong to you Yeah. that like mm-hmm. you can find forgiveness in them and compassion towards them, bro. Like I read, I don't know if you've ever come across this book, but it's called a, a man's search for meaning by
1: Victor mm-hmm. Frankl. Have you heard of this mm-hmm. book? i'm i heard of it now i gotta go check it out and make sure y'all check it out too
0: great book bro and it, it was a very for me it was a tough read because i just i'm not gonna put it all out there for everybody mm-hmm. but you know i don't want to steal the lesson from it but like i just want to kind of like give you the basis of the book but it was based on the real life true story bro like the dude that wrote it victor Frankl, he was a doctor and he was a jewish doctor in like um in Fucking um, what do you call it in, in the uh in the Holocaust, bro? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he was in the in these camps, you know what I'm saying? And like even in those moments where people are doing the most wretched things to you, bro, like these fucking soldiers that they were doing the lowest shit that they could do to you, bro. Mm. Victor Frankl and like his the people that were in there with him found compassion towards them bro like because they knew that they were the ones that were in prison that they were the ones that they were in pain because they were hurting other people they felt the need to hurt other people you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like it was hurt people hurting people it's, it's 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 so much deeper than how i'm explaining it but like mm-hmm. what i gathered from that bro is 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 that like it's almost like uh nelson mandela bro Right when he was when he was a fucking prisoner bro like he mm-hmm. he felt sorry for his captivate like like the people that held him captive, you know what I'm saying, because mm-hmm. like they they didn't know like even though like it seemed like they were aware of what they were doing, they didn't know like the amount of pain that they were that were causing that they were doing, and like for Nelson Mandela and Victor Frankl and other people like that to be on the receiving end of all this pain and still have the compassion. That fucking blew my mind, bro. That yeah, was so man. profound to me. I'm like, how That's the huge. how the fuck could you, like, they can do some of the most heinous things to you, bro, and you still don't hate them? That's because there's a saying, right? It's like, if if somebody angers you, you you're their prisoner, you mm-hmm. know? Like, or something like that, something along those lines. I think Bruce Lee said it or something like that. And mm-hmm. I think it's so true, bro, because, like, if if somebody if somebody gets you off your square and somebody disrupts you enough to anger you disrupts you to act out of character you are you are imprisoned by them now mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you are a slave to them and now I'm just I looked at that I was like damn that shit is some some real ass shit bro like and it's it's hard it's hard not to match other motherfuckers energy bro because some like i'm gonna say this right now bro and i think i said it in one of my most recent solo podcast episodes but it's way 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 easier to be negative than it is to be positive bro because bro pettiness and like like wanting to meet people at their level it's so much easier and it feels so much better in the moment but man like taking the high road it like it's so liberating bro and it's so like you maintain your peace you know what I'm saying? Because that's what I realized too, Canberra. Mm-hmm. Peace is, is of the utmost importance, bro. Because everything that we want and everything we desire, peace is the foundation to all that joy, mm-hmm. happiness, all that love. That all comes from a sense of peace. Because if you're not, mm-hmm. if you're not in a state of peace right there, bro you're you're erratic you're making bad decisions you're harming other people making bad decisions all these different things could lead you down different paths that you're not in control of but when you're in peace guess what you got clarity Mm -hmm. you have you have awareness you have patience you have love you have joy you have happiness Mm -hmm. you have appreciation you have gratitude all these different things stem from peace bro and when you're Mm -hmm. in that peaceful state I believe you're operating from your godlike state, bro. Yeah, your godlike, man. the highest state, you know what I'm saying? And it's just a beautiful place to be. And then again, you and I both know energy attracts energy, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so it's like if you're if you're erratic and making bad decisions, guess what's going to come to you, bro? But mm-hmm. if you're in that in that frequency, bro, guess what guess what you're going to come
1: back and return to, right? Some cool hey, shit. You got to stay in that frequency frequently, man. That's the only way you're going to see your blessings. Make room for those blessings so you can receive them. That's what both of us are doing right now, man. We're making room for those blessings that are coming in. And they're coming in 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 waves, man. I can't even control the amount of blessings that are coming in right now. And I wouldn't have it either way. You know, I'd rather oh, have too many blessings than none at all. <laughs> really to keep on, keep on cultivating those blessings, dude. Really? That makes
0: that makes me so happy to hear that with you, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, and I and I know that, bro. You know, cause cause of the energy that you put out there, bro. Like, mm-hmm. it's all, it only makes sense to me that you're getting blessed, bro, and yeah. and more more on the way, bro. So keep creating yeah, room. Nice. You know, yeah. I, I got to tell this to myself sometimes. Like, keep creating room, bro. Don't don't hold on to petty shit bro let go let go of the bullshit inhale the good shit exhale the bullshit you know what I'm yeah. saying? and just and just and just vibe bro because you know we we we're not here for a long time bro on this earth man and while we're here we we don't know when we're gonna go bro so it's just like i love what you said earlier which is like people don't can you say that again it's like where people don't remember what you uh but they remember yeah, how man. they made you feel
1: yeah, man. Yeah, and that's exactly right. That's exactly what you said, man. They don't remember what you said. They don't remember how you look, but they'll always remember how they made how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. And that's more of Maya Angelou that said that. And um, I think yep. it's important to remember that because, like you know, like you were just making a point, man. Like these people, it's gonna be a lot of interactions in this lifetime that we have with different people, man. And it's just that impression that you make, man. It's how you make them feel about themselves overall. That's gonna help them. Like really carry you on in their
2: heart.
0: Yeah, and you know the 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 type of work we're doing. We're going to be crossing paths with a lot of different people. Some mm-hmm. that follow what we're saying. Some that are going to oppose what we're saying. Some that don't understand what we're saying. But we have to remember how we make them feel, bro. We have the yeah. power to leave impressions. And when that time ultimately comes, when we're going to perish this earth, bro, and we're getting, we're not going to long no longer be in this living form as a body bro like how are people gonna remember us what is the impact that we made how did we make the world a better place bro and i think that's like a strong why to remember like why we're doing what we're doing you know what i'm saying like because you are like you the the work that you're doing bro the work that i'm doing and the work that now we're combining to do not only on this podcast but the unbiased truth bro it's gonna be it's like i feel like it's so much needed people don't even realize they need it what they need it right now because mm-hmm. we are fighting these invisible forces that we can't put a face
1: to bro you know what i'm no, saying yeah, man, we're just fighting these algorithms man that's why it's important <laughs> to be yourself and be happy that you did it for yourself and others around you uh because once you do it once you press record like right now once we get done pressing record and we send this off it's not for us anymore it's for mm-hmm. the people It's for them to digest. It's for them to interpret. It's for them to appreciate. And however they consume it and whatever they choose to do with their appreciation is not up to me. It's up to them. Mm -hmm. They can go as far as listening to it another time. They can go as far as sharing it, liking it, putting somebody else on the episode. However they decide to show appreciation for what I did, that's up to them. I cannot Mm -hmm. control that. Only thing I can do is be pure and righteous in my intentions for the reason why i'm right in front of this microphone right now and the rest is up for you to decipher
0: it's your gift that you just shared and you know it's, it's, it's up to them like when you give a gift it's no longer in your possession you can't tell a person what to do with it you know what i'm saying like yeah. but you can only hope that like the intent that you put it out there with is going to um infuse them inspire them and really push them and move them in a direction that they need to be going in you know what i'm saying like they, somebody needs to hear what we got to say bro that's yeah, why like man. i always try to encourage people you know s- live in your truth you know speak you know people need to hear your voice you know what i'm saying Hell yeah
1: man you got dreams and you got the right to chase them don't ever let nobody tell you that shit don't
0: ever let nobody tell you different Mm -hmm. you got a dream you just like uh, in the pursuit of happiness with will smith when he was talking to Jaden when he was like you got a dream you got to protect that shit you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying somebody tell you just because somebody can't do it for themselves they're gonna tell you they can't do it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying that's why for me bro like i'm aware of that energy bro but i try to dodge that shit like neo bro
1: yeah i dodge that shit like the plague man no straight up bro i don't even let it into my space man that's really what it's about man And, and like if it doesn't apply let it fly and and le- really letting it fly people be wondering like how do i make space for my blessings what do you mean by making space letting stuff go letting it go letting it all go the good the <laughs> bad the indifferent the sad let all of it go and watch it come back to you tenfold all of what i just said will come back to you tenfold you'll learn the same lessons until you complete the course and what i'm saying is yo as much as y'all want to sit up here and act like life is just one great disney movie is not there is much turmoil i like to think of us all as damn near tragic heroes in the shakespeare play because we're gonna go through every single act of life and based on how you prepare for these tools and all of these turmoils and obstacles it's gonna be a big big telling sign of how long you'll last out here in these streets
0: Mm, 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 mm. man that's ain't that the truth man? you can't dodge life man Mm-mm. you can't dodge life like Mm-mm. not for too long it's it's gonna come get, come and show you like you gotta learn these lessons man pay so pay attention and and definitely tap into that higher frequency as often as you can and i think that's really important that you said that bro and mm-hmm. you know what man i I am so thankful for you to be on this podcast episode with me, bro. Like you just blessing me with with the time and blessing the audience with the time. It's always, always appreciated, my brother. And I yeah. know it's I know it's late on your side, bro. And I know
1: you got things to do tomorrow. I know. It's right on time, man. It's yeah. right on time, bro. Yeah, and you know, and ain't just no t- time like the present.
0: Oh, damn. Man, that's a beautiful thing that you just you said, bro. <laughs> Honest on some real shit, bro. And it's always it's always a blast chopping it up with you, fam, on some real shit. And with that being said, man, like I wanna just offer some space, man. Like, and I'm gonna have you on here again, obviously. And those yeah. that those that wanna hear more from the both of us, go and check out the Unbiased Truth. Yes, you know what i'm saying indeed. check it out it's just all platforms you know what i'm saying and be on the lookout because me and cam about to do a qcc pretty soon talk to them about that yes, real quick before we wrap yes. up over here as a matter yeah.
1: of fact that's exactly what i was about to plug you y'all be on the lookout i know by the time this episode drops y'all gonna be able to see this episode on my instagram page the unbiased truth on instagram go and check out the QCC tab. What is the QCC, Cam? It is the questions, comments, and concerns sessions that I have with some brilliant guests. We come together, do a live show on Instagram where we answer some frequently asked questions, some comments, and concerns that we do not ever feel like addressing again. It is a fun time. I want everybody to just go and check it out. Leave your comments even if you weren't at the live show. You may just get answered because by the time this episode drops, I'm sure you and I are going to be able to have so much fun on that episode that people are going to be asking for another one, man. But I plan on having the great neighborhood hope dealer on the questions, comments, and concerns session so we can find out more about your life, what you got going on. I feel like every time I come here, I'll be talking about myself. I'm ready to hear what you got going on. If y'all want to see how I interview somebody, definitely tap in with the questions, comments, and concerns sessions. They're so much fun. I know y'all are going to enjoy a lot of the questions that I ask. And honestly, man, when, I, when I'm when i moving forward with the even the unbiased truth, I'm excited to see where we take the episodes that you and I do together. Because like I said, we do shit off the cuff. Y'all wait until we get some structure. Yeah, and y'all really going to be in trouble then. So I mean, hey, man, I'm just excited. Life is treating me well in all aspects. And even if it wasn't, I wouldn't tell them because it ain't gonna do me no good anyway so man I just keep on grinding I keep on showing up to do the work I want to be a vessel for the unbiased truth because I know I'm blessed beyond measure with genius level talent and I'm headed to Zion just like you are bruh so thank you so much once again for having me on this episode and thank you the real ones around the world for tapping in in with me i do not do this alone even though i am the number 1 real one that does not mean that i am solo there are real ones around the world that identify with what we're talking about that's why I know for a fact I have to keep going I have to keep speaking because a lot of them don't have what I have that's the confidence to speak in front of a microphone unbiasedly for however long y'all been listening from now on and for however long you'll be listening in the future when you hear my voice pop up into your ears but yeah man it's for the unbiased truth that's what I do it for Cameron A Sharp and the A stands for Ooh. amazingly Ooh. <laughs> Awesome, Ace, <laughs> steps yeah. for amazing. Awesome, come on, <laughs> baby, audacious. Let's yes go. <laughs> yeah, you know how Wayne just do it. we the F baby, and the F is for phenomenal. Hell yeah.
0: Anyway. Thing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and, and real talk man i am personally looking forward to that qcc and mm-hmm. it's it's going to be a fun time i'm already knowing bro and just getting on instagram live with you bro and and really just flowing in our conversations like we do bro like i think mm-hmm. that sometimes honestly bro like when we're speaking like i know from my perspective i don't even sometimes i'm not even aware how how our gems that we drop our bro
1: yeah man like, and wow. and then when
0: i you listen back,
1: back to, like damn i listen back <laughs> to
0: the shit i listen back to the shit i'm like oh i feel like dialing in the booth i feel like spitting hot fire yes
1: sir yeah man Steph curry from the other three-point line for real man like it'd be <laughs> woof man it be real- i be. i'll be realizing that too a lot of times when i be talking um People ask me to repeat what I just said, and I'd be like, I don't really remember what I just said, because it'd be the spirit, man. It takes over what, and it just, it says what needs to be said, as opposed to what I think. Before I get in front of the microphone, I always have a mantra that I speak. I say, all of you, none of me. And I'm speaking to the spirit when I say that, all of you, none of me. Because I don't want any of me to flow through when I'm speaking. I want all of the great spirit. I want all of righteousness to flow through me. I don't want any of what Cameron wants to say. I want all of what the spirit needs to beautiful. be beautiful. And like that's that's usually what happens, man. So I be blacking out sometimes. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even know be you coming did that. back, and we'd be like, "Bro, what did you just say?" I'm like, "Uh, I don't know." <laughs> You're just,
0: you're just the. the I say words. You down, yeah. download, you downloading messages from the universe and just yeah, pouring in yeah yeah (laughs) i didn't even know you do that that's a beautiful that's a beautiful thing bro i'm gonna have to borrow that from you bro just (laughs) come up with my own mantra before i get on here because but i think in a similar way i do the same thing but i kind of feel like uh frank the tank on 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 fucking old school where he was on Mm -hmm. the debate where he had that brain fart and he he like beat that like super (laughs) he beat that uh that debater it was hella funny he just woke up he's like what happened
1: i just blacked out (laughs) Yeah, man, <laughs> that's hella funny. But also, that's shit, bro,
0: that's how it go, man. And we just everything, everything that we do, bro, is super organic, super authentic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's real, bro. Maybe that's why I have such a low tolerance for fake shit now, bro. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I can't I can't stand fake shit. If I see it, I just have to distance myself, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Fake energy, fake people, people that talk shit, haters, whatever. Like, go ahead and do y'all, like live y'all mm-hmm. miserable lives. And when y'all ready to elevate and when y'all ready to ready to do stuff, the doors open for you. But you mm-hmm. gotta really prove it to me that like you're willing to do the work, not just talk, you know what I'm saying? But but for those that really are students and paying attention because i'm a student bro and i'm just sharing mm-hmm. i'm just passing on lessons bro that and and gems and things that flow through me and i'm just trying to channel my energy to help other people bro so you know it's like each one teach one type of thing you know what i'm saying and yeah. like on some real shit bro like that's why i don't entertain energy that ain't um that ain't healthy for me to to receive bro i'm not yeah. gonna i'm not gonna give unsolicited advice bro i'm a to am a rock with the people that 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 want to hear it from me, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And there's a lot of people out there that rock with me. And shout out to each and every one of y'all. I appreciate y'all. Everybody that has been rocking me from day one, you know, from my family, from my friends, to my new friends, to to fans of the show, to to friends of the show, to to people that from my brother right here, Cam, man, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because we learning from each other. We just trying to sharpen each other's iron, bro, and just make it to Zion. Truly. Yeah, Dick. and on that note bro before we get up out of here is there anything else you wanted to touch on before we wrap this thing up bro
1: hey i just want to tell everybody out there you are blessed beyond measure do not be afraid to speak your unbiased truth
0: thank you for reminding them brother Thank you for reminding them, and thank you for being here again, man. It's always a fun time, and I'm looking forward to the next time we do it. So y'all make sure to tune into The Unbiased Truth. Y'all know me. It's your boy CL The Source with my boy Cameron A. Sharp, the number one, real one. We out here signing off. Y'all stay up and stay blessed. Keep going and keep growing. Peace.